Welcome to a new episode, right? Stuck at home, me, Cliff Dorfman, and uh, this guy. Uh, uh, me. Uh, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> Jason Smith, Starburns Audio. Hey, yeah, we're the show that uh, brings uh, brings a little bit of entertainment to stereo. Not that you guys need it, but we, uh, we watch all the shows uh, that we watch, and we want you to watch, and we talk about them. Yep, we'll tell you all about the streaming wars, what to stream, where to stream it, and occasionally we digress. Jason! Occasionally. Occasionally we digress. <laughs> My How life doing, is buddy? one big digression. I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing very well. And it, it's Friday, though. It doesn't see, it seems like Friday three days this week, just yeah. not today. Yeah, it does not seem like Friday today. It feels like there's a lot more to do. Like I got a lot of stuff in in the in the in the old uh, chamber that I need to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, and yep. uh, it's because it's because there's the other stuff. You know, I don't know if you know this, being Jewish, but it's <laughs> it's the holiday season. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we we celebrate. We we have a little <laughs> holiday called Hanukkah. Oh, um, I've heard of that. Chaka Hanukkah. Yes. It's been yeah, there. Yes, it's all about the power of mind, really. Uh, it's that, you know, the power, the power of love. Huey Lewis was my no, favorite. Uh, the power favorite. of mind. <laughs> okay, no, sorry, wrong. Yeah. wrong there is a there is a big power. There is a big <laughs> love power. I'm not going <laughs> to argue that. Please continue. That's the power. Yeah. So, oh, you know, it's a it's singing day. Uh, it's always a singing day. That's the power, of love. and it's even going to be worse because it's into my phone. So, like, I can't even adjust any of this stuff. Like, I can't auto tune this. This is just going to be bad. Yeah, I don't think, okay, we're not losing listeners from it. No, we're not losing <laughs> listeners from it. In fact, thank you all for being here. I know that there's a lot of stuff going on in the stereo app right now. Um, I've been paying attention to it all. Got all these new YouTubers coming in. Miss Pat is doing a little talk right now, which is awesome. So please don't leave us to go to Miss Pat, but just know that I, I understand. I understand, but don't. <laughs> oh, yeah, I totally understand. I'm like, I wish we would have scheduled around her. I, I didn't know, but nah, she's, she's only the on there. She's just asking questions for a few more minutes anyway. They're going to they're let go, and then everybody's going to flood over back here. All right. Um, someone text Ms. Pat and tell her to send everyone from there over here. Like, <laughs> when her party ends, our party's yeah. still going. The Miss Pat party. Um, yeah, we'll we have, have our own. Still. We'll have our own little. We'll have our own little the cabin and uh, make fun of Kelly Cuoco together. Um, okay, no, let's talk. It's been a really great week. Um, yesterday was crazy. Um, the um, Disney did their investor call yesterday. Yes. And basically just said, hey, everything you've ever jerked off about in Star Wars or uh, Marvel movies and TV shows, we heard those wet dreams. They had a direct kind of brain connection to every fanboy fantasy out there. And they're like, fuck it. Let's just make it all. Nobody's going anywhere anyway. Let's just do it. It's, it's, uh, would you say it's precedent setting? I think it's precedent setting. I think this is a, this is really, if there's any sure sign of where things are going from here, to, like, yeah, yesterday was the day. Yesterday showed, As if there wasn't. We're, yeah, we're not going to, we're not going to see all the, the, I'm, we can't even get into all the Star Wars stuff. There's so much to announce. Well, let me, but, let me interrupt you for a second. Jason. What does this mean in dollars and cents? And what does it mean in production? You know, it's blah, 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 let's raise the stock. But what does it mean in brass tax? Can you tell me that? Well, I think in brass tax, what this tells me is they're going all in on Disney+. Plus. Disney+, Plus is going to have to be their moneymaker. They're not going to get their money from Disneyland and the theme parks right now. Movies, you know, you know, yesterday we or today, actually, we got an official word that AMC officially, without any new influx of capital, will be closing their doors in January. 
right? They're going to declare is, bankruptcy in January, which is what we knew and what we've seen coming, and it's sad. But it is it is kind of where we're at right now. Oh, yeah, it's very sad. We predicted this uh, six months ago, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, this is the uh, new normal, right? We said uh, theaters are going to be for the rich and mm-hmm. uh, sweet 16s. Yep. Yeah, we're going to be mitzvahs. all sweet 16s and bat mitzvahs. And, uh, right. you know, it was, you know, when I did my um, when I did my final project, my thesis project for uh, for computer science school, it was a video game, and we played that video. Yeah. Game. We went to a movie theater, and I played the video game on our movie screen. That very big right now in movies. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, ooh, that's also, very cool. Corporate events, you know, like whenever yes, you have a software event and you want to play something in the background where girls dance in the foreground, rent an AMC theater. And this is the new normal, and this is what we're saying. So, so you know, the whole Warner Brothers thing with HBO Max and Christopher Nolan, you know, kicking and screaming and crying, and now Disney following up with their money, you know, what they said with their mouths uh, a couple of months ago, because they were the first to say we're moving all our focus to streaming. Mm-hmm. And and there are a few movies to talk about as we get through this, but the majority of the really interesting things are really coming in the form of these TV shows. They're continuing. You know, and you get this sense, you know, with with the first with the first round and we'll call everything prior to COVID the pre COVID COVID game plan. You know, I know there's been three phases or whatever of Marvel movies, but just like pre COVID phases have always been movie, movie, movie lead to kind of a group movie, 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 introduce new IPs uh, to this thing. Uh, Things like the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Daredevil and Luke Cage. None of that stuff was a part of uh, the. The, the actual movie part, the MCU, they referenced it, but what is never part of it. All of this new stuff that's coming, every single thing is either based off of a movie that's already come out or has complete intention of becoming whatever, whatever the big Avengers type uh, event movies do come out. So these are going to be, instead of seeing, a, you know, three normal Marvel movies come out a year with one big event movie coming out every three or four. What I think we're going to start seeing is one or two Marvel movies that are fairly eventy or new um, with, with a, with a half dozen of these uh, TV shows. And then the event movie is going to take all that stuff and really fold it together. Uh, You know, listen, that, that sounds, what I, what I was thinking also is that what this does on the TV front though, there is no more TV and film. So I think we have to stop, you know, formally separating it any longer. We have to say it's just all content. And yep. is it two-hour content or 10-hour content? And yep. then that being said, it made me think that with our economic situation, the quarantine, everything where we are, that what we're looking at is really Disney doing what FDR did with the New Deal. And what you're going to see is all these jobs opening up. And I'm saying even young writers, like all these young writers who are like, oh, my God, you know, I'm going to get paid three, three $3,500 an episode, you know, to write on this show. And they're going to write, we're going to see a whole new crop. This is mm-hmm. a very, very promising uh, a sign for uh, strength in our economy, I have to say. Absolutely. And, 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 and uh, just for the record, I don't want to, I don't want to brag at all, but Starbird's audio, Starbird's industries reps, reps hard in this Marvel studio stuff. Um, and we can get into it, but we have uh, a showrunner from Rick and Morty that's taking over one of these things. A show, uh, two showrunners from Rick and Morty. They're actually taking over two of these shows. Uh, Justin Simeon, uh, one of our one of our talent, is also going to be uh, a showrunner. We got three showrunners of the new five new shows that are coming out are all connected to Starburns. Yeah, this is this is a, a new powerhouse, and we're also going to see, like I said, a new crop of talent that's going to come oh, yeah. up based on making content in this new fashion. Yep, absolutely. And I want to get all the way into it. We got to, we got to, um, 
you guys are welcome to ask questions about all this stuff. I got all this stuff down here. Um, we're going to answer this. We're going to answer this first question. And we're going to get into this. All right. Yeah, sounds good. What do you think will happen uh, with these AMC theaters after they go out of business? The one by me is quite big. It's almost the size of a mall. I don't know if you could possibly speculate on what business might take that over and uh, turn that into something else. So, um, this is yeah. a really good question. Um, do you want to answer first or do you want me to go? Uh, well, no, you go, you go, go, go. I feel like All right, here's my speculative thing, like my non-jokey speculative <laughs> thing. I don't think, I, I don't think AMC goes completely down. I think that there's an investor that comes in. I think that investor is an audible or not an audible, an Amazon or a Netflix. I think what happens here is that these theaters are either, either AMC goes into business with one of these big streamers or one of these big streamers by like like Amazon by starts buying the theaters and we start seeing the reunification of the movie studios or the stu you know the platforms reconnecting with the movie theaters which I don't think is the greatest idea in the whole world because you don't want the monopoly but I think that's what happens I think I think that the big conglomerate theaters are somebody's going to pick them up and I think it's going to be Amazon and I think that what you're going to see is um that that the art house indie theater is going to become a little bit stronger and more important as far as theater going experiences. Hmm. Well, I mean, listen, I, we, again, this is something we've discussed. I, I agree with you. I think, you know, there's going to have to be an antitrust law lifted. It's mm -hmm. like what, you know, what they got Reagan to do right before he left SAG, you know, it's a little larger, but you know, uh, right before he left SAG, it was the president. Uh, he uh, said that his uh, agent, it was the only, agency that could do production they could be mm -hmm. producers they gave them like a pass and that right. made the guy like you know you know a billion dollars in that day and time uh worth of money and it got reagan you know anything you just watch a documentary there's a digression that being said i think we're looking at something a little bit larger where they have to lift an antitrust law in order for this to happen like bezos will be staring down antitrust suits if he just bought you know but what i do think what you're saying is that will happen so in the interim i think you have to have vc uh, speculative VC picking up that real estate very yeah. fast. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Back. I agree with you, and I, I don't know the whole business, but since I, I wonder what they would consider Bezos, because I don't know if they consider him a studio. Oh, they do. He owns Amazon Studios. He's uh, either way; it's a part of Amazon. Is Amazon yeah. Studios? So, well, I'm just curious if he owns the same old guard yeah. as the the movie studios, or if they, since they're not since they're pl a platform that's a distributor. They're right. not necessarily making it there. They're making it through people. I don't know. That's just, that's, a, that's they make original content. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they do, but they do it as a, uh, but I, I, that's where I'm curious. Like how are, are they doing it as like we, you know, little inside baseball, we work a lot with audible, not necessarily with Amazon on this particular part, but because everything's being created by external studios and they're, they're authorizing it and greenlighting it because they're putting in that money. Does that make them a studio or does that make them a distributor because they're they're paying for the distribution of it on the platform or the actual production? Yeah, this is where the legalese comes in. And this is why yeah. I say it will happen. They'll yeah. break through. They'll pierce these shields pretty, you know, might take a year, might take three years. But you're going to have a lot of lawyers getting paid a lot of money to sit in rooms and smell bad for a long time to figure out how to beat this and they will for sure yep. and then whoever bought the theaters in the interim is going to make a whole grip of money when amazon or warner warner or disney or whomever buys it back
Yep. Nope. That makes sense. You're absolutely right. Okay. Hold on. Yo, if you're Thor and I'm Thanos, then you can go for my head anytime. Aw, that's the sexiest way anybody's ever said that. And um, I think you're probably talking to Cliffy because I'm all teeth. Um, but wait, what did he say? What he say? He said, "If you couldn't Thor, really make it out." Oh, really? He said, "If you're Thor." And I'm Thanos. You can go for my head anytime. And I thought it was cute. Oh, okay, that's said. very that's very uh, flattering. <laughs> and on top of it, let me tell you, he sounds exactly like the one of the guy from uh, his Dark Materials, <laughs> oh, the guy who just stole the altheometer. <laughs> the alethiometer. Hey, excuse son me. Of a bitch. Yeah. I didn't see that one yet. Oh, I, I, don't I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care who stole spoilers. it. Baby Yoda also got stolen. Spoiler. Not that you care. <laughs> Not that you care. No, no, All right, no, one more, one more. That's why uh, I didn't even acknowledge you. <laughs> one more, and then I want to start getting into these announcements and start talking through them. Yeah. That's good to hear. It's just I would hate to live in a world where I can't go see a movie in the theater itself. I completely Agreed. agree with you, Killian. We want it, We want those movies, too. What I think, will, you know, we've talked a lot about this. What I think really will happen is you're going to see a lot more indie theaters kind of coming to past like the new Beverly stuff like the Quint Knowns. And then on the opposite side, I think you're going to see a lot more things that are like IMAXy or, or, or bigger where you have no choice, like where Christopher Nolan can just play all his movies uh, over and over <laughs> on repeat. By the way, don't put out that Nolan might buy his own chain of theaters. Yeah, no, it'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah, it'll happen. Just to put yeah, out his they, movies at the sound put, he wants. Yeah. They're going to put tons of money into the actual screen and then like, they're just going to put in a couple of like uh, Krako speakers that they bought at a, at a Pep Boys. No, it's the LL Cool J speaker box that they got from the from his first album. I that's, can't that's lift my radio. Yeah, yes. <laughs> he said radio. It wasn't stereo. I wish it was because I play yeah. that all day. Um, yeah, right. So, that could be the tag. Go. So you want to get into some of the stuff that was announced? Fuck yeah, I do. All right. Well, first thing I want to just bring up is the next Marvel show that's going to be out. The next Marvel related content is WandaVision. Um, and they did put out a second uh, trailer for that. It looks cool. Okay, it tell looks everyone what that is. WandaVision is the uh, kind of the what happens to Wanda Asimov, who plays the Scarlet Witch. And I know I just did her last name wrong. I'm just uh, um, bad at that stuff. And I put uh, you and, on the spot. I know. Go on. And Vision. And they basically, Vision died at the end of, uh, of the Infinity War. And this is her bringing him back to life somehow. We don't know how. Um, or living in a weird world. And that's kind of part of the Scarlet Witch's powers. And they kind of go into this weird TV world where it's kind of a combination of a lot of different TV tropes from Bewitched to uh, I Dream of Genie, which are both kind of the same move show, but also more 70s <laughs> kind <of>. style stuff. <laughs> um, and, and different pieces. And it's just them kind of walking through this weird world, which is a very cool name for it because it's called WandaVision, which is Wanda and Vision, but also uh, terminology whenever you add vision to the end of everything. It was kind of like the 60s and 70s way of telling you, like, it was in color or you could smell it or whatever. Um, so right. Like, name of it a lot and it's this it's supposed to be very meta and very weird and you're not supposed to fully understand what's going on the whole time but it's uh, a cool story with them uh wanda is, scarlet witch is going to play a bigger role in the next phase and actually is going to be in it's been announced that she's going to be in the new um uh uh doctor strange movie also she's going to be one of the main characters there so this is a tv character this is a movie character going to tv and then going back to the movies nothing's been said yeah, we got to stop that we got to stop that. We got to go for two hour oh, yeah. content to series. To That's right. Hours. Yeah, I'll get used right? to it. It's going from a streaming show <laughs> to a two hour piece on. And they, they, 
whatever these these other ones will the theater based stuff it'll it'll go between those two things we don't know what's happening with vision uh because i think that story needs to be told i bet you will see vision appear in some of these other what i'm going to call the marquee content the 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 the, the blockbuster or whatever we call it uh content Mm -hmm. we don't know what's going to happen with him but i would i would wager a guess that it needs to resolve in the show first before they're going to make any of those announcements I mean, this is all, and this is just the beginning of these announcements. Yep. Yep. This is so sick. So that's just, that's just the first thing. That's just the basics. And wait, um, so just to be clear, this is going to be on Disney plus. This will be on Disney plus. This is on January 15th. But this is already coming out. Yeah. There's, there's no stopping it. Well, there is one way, but that, <laughs> that would be like a complete internet stoppage, but it's the 15th. This will be out. This will be the new weekly show that everybody talks about and complains about. Coming up, I might be. I might be very into this, though. By the way, not like unlike Mandalorian. I think you will. I think you'll definitely be into this. This is the Marvel stuff, and I think that, and we can get into this a little later. I think the way that they've done the Marvel stuff is just a little bit better and more succinct. And Star Wars was not built to be this multi-headed hydra of a of a of an IP. Even though mm-hmm. there are lots of stories to tell, but it's it doesn't come pre preset. Marvel does. Marvel's comic books. Marvel lives its life around, and comic books and these characters live their lives around short-term mini-events and six-episode arcs and 12-episode arcs. That's what comic books are all about. Every year has a new thing. They're ready. Marvel can do this. I mean, this is – and this is why you make these comic books, too. They keep doing them and they're putting out new – the IP is kind of endless. Right. Uh, all right. exactly. This is this is. By the way, uh, Davey Arquette and I have a, a the, the, our story now. We're going to have an announcement soon about putting oh, that's in congratulations heavy, yeah, and heavy metal with nice. our uh, producer Justin. So we'll talk about that on another episode. But we're just finding out the news now, which makes me think it's like, why don't I want to do this as many times as I can? Put IP heavy metal wherever you can put it. That's what you got to do as a writer. You know, you can't just be waiting for a job writing a script. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. It'll be based on someone else's IP. Sorry, Jace. Go. You're absolutely right, and that's why everybody, all the creators here on stereo or in podcasts or in other scripted formats, YouTube, all that stuff, keep putting that stuff out. This stuff has the chance. Like it's it's crazy. What's what's being out? You know, with all this new streaming opportunity that's out there. Um, the next one, and I, you got to check out this trailer. But the the um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier trailer was revealed. So this is a show we knew was coming, uh, starring. Uh, Anthony Mackie, uh, and uh, I always get the guy who plays the Winter Soldier, the Bucky Barnes uh, right. guy. I don't remember his name, but I'll look it up. But uh, he's, he, he's also in this, and it's a it's it looks good. It it's looks a series. It, it, yes, it's a series. The two of them, you know, at the end of um, Endgame, uh, basically Steve Rogers and Captain America hung it up, and these guys are. I believe the story is about them kind of replacing Steve Rogers as the new, you know. Uh, Sam Wilson, who is the Falcon, is kind of taking over as Captain America, but they're they're kind of friends, but they've always been kind of frenemies. Uh, right. The Winter Soldier has tried to kill them both multiple times, but uh, this is them going through. And the and you have to check out this trailer if you haven't seen it yet. It is incredible. It looks it looks you know. And I, this one, I, I know that, that I'm trying this content in particular looks like the the, the budget is on that cinematic side. Yeah, no, no, this one is uh, very exciting. So, so that that is official. Though. Chris Evans is out of a job. Yeah, Chris Evans is well. The, Chris Evans is out of this job. Um, well, yeah, <laughs> that's a job. He probably will come back. <laughs> he's going to be. There's a couple things that he's doing. Um, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't quite say that because you never know how Marvel things work. And 
he's going to be back in a couple different fields. But also just uh, just a little bit of an aside, Chris Evans just got uh, picked up and it was announced that he will voice Buzz Lightyear in a new movie that's based on the origin of Bud Lightyear, Bud Lightyear or Buzz Lightyear, not Bud Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear. So he's going to be not the toy, but the real Buzz Lightyear that the toy was based on. And he's doing that Pixar movie. So he's going to be doing all right. Wait a minute. He's doing the voice. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not a live action film. It's a no, no, but film. it's, but it's, you know, this is where everything gets meta, right? Buzz Lightyear right. and Toy Story is a toy based on some other IP, right? In this meta right. universe. He's playing the original Buzz Lightyear, not a toy version of Buzz Lightyear in that prequel. He's voicing that character. So yeah, no, he's not. It's not going to be Chris Evans out there, but it'll be his voice in a real Buzz Lightyear that looks yeah. like the toy, but that the toy was based on. Well, it'll look a little more like Chris Evans. It won't look like the Tim Allen one as much, I yeah. guarantee you, which is yeah. which is really genius in making it a prequel. And yeah. by the way, when I say Chris Evans is out of a job, I don't mean Chris Evans isn't getting richer and richer as we breathe. Mm. Yeah. He's well, going to work forever. Well, and, and, and we, we haven't got to all the announcements yet. There are some other places Chris Evans is still showing up. Quite naturally. Yeah. yeah, of course. So that's guy's why a megastar. Kind of and kind of not. Same with... Uh, the person that I think is actually a hundred percent out of a job or at least 99% is our, is our buddy, uh, uh, Iron Man. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. That's Robert, that's just... Robert Downey Jr. I think is a little bit closer because ah. he's kind of gone out all the way. Um, but you know, like I said, never say never. There's always, you know, I feel like, uh, the next, you know, the next Avengers like Endgame type show is probably going to be, uh, you know, a few, a few dozen or a few hundred of these people, right? Like you could get everybody <laughs> in that one, right? You can get, you can get, uh, you can bring, figure out how to bring Chris Evans back. You can figure out how to bring Robert Downey Jr. There's enough different pieces here to, uh, to do all that stuff. Yeah. We got 10 years of content. If we look at it, this vast universe and what they're setting up right now. Yeah. The, um, have you, do you remember that, uh, that, uh, that little skit on adult swim called uh, too many cooks? No. You didn't hear it. I wish I, One of these no, 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 I wish I did. <laughs> it's really weird meta. It's like this this uh, theme song to a TV show that doesn't exist that goes on for like nine minutes because it just keeps <laughs> introducing new and new characters. It's really stupid and funny. It, it's it's definitely a Family Guy joke that gets like really old about two minutes in and gets even funnier six minutes in and then just you're dying by nine minutes. It's so good, like the bird or hitting your shin. Exactly. Um, okay. But they did one with, uh, with, uh, with the, all these Marvel characters and they basically went nine minutes introducing a new character every two or three seconds for nine minutes and they didn't get through everybody. <laughs> okay. I got to watch that. You got to watch it. Too many cooks. <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. We got, quick too many cooks. we got a quick conversation before I go into Loki. Guys, there's a rumor that um, Doctor Strange 2, um, the multiverse of madness, is going to be rated R. Have you heard anything about this? It's just something that I've heard whisperings about online and that I discuss in um, Marvel Mondays with Rishi Reviews. Marvel Mondays with Rishi Reviews. That wasn't a shameless plug at all, I promise. <laughs> um, but yeah, what do you think about a rated R um, Marvel movie that fits into the um, expanded Marvel Universe? Mm. All right. I, 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 I think, uh, first of all, you're welcome to shamelessly plug anytime you're, you're the best. Oh, Keith uh, is great. Yeah. Keith is great. Yeah. Um, second of all, I think that, I think it's probably a rumor and I'm sure because Raimi's directing, there's always going to be a chance that this will be a, you know, you could go to that heart, that R side of the thing. 
it might be a hard PG-13, but there is no way that Doctor Strange 2 is a anything higher than a PG-13 movie, it, uh, assuming that it's a theatrical release. If it's a, you know, if it's a, it's a platform <laughs> release, it Reel will... Reel that it, back in. Reel the, that in. Theatrical release. That doesn't exist anymore. It will, though. There's still movies. There, there's still quite a few of these that are theatrical. Like, we'll get into that, but, but um, everything's okay. still pointing to Black Widow coming out in the theaters. Uh, everything's still Mark pointing to... Mark my words. It will not continue. Please. All right. So, but I think that this is this is kind of how you can kind of figure out this particular thing. If there's a theatrical release of of the of the Multiverse of Madness, uh, the Doctor Strange show or movie, it will be PG thirteen. If it comes out on Disney Plus only, they don't have to worry about that. It'll be a little bit harder. But Disney Plus in general has focused. It doesn't put content up there. You'll never see, uh, you know, for instance, Deadpool on Disney Plus. Mark my words. Everything on there needs to be PG-13 or below just because of the family friendliness of the Disney brand. You won't see this thing come out any harder than a, a the PG-13 movie. Hmm. Okay, so... Um, what do you think? I, 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 well, I was thinking about what you were just saying. And, and first I'll say, I don't... I'm going to use a double negative. I don't disagree with you. Now, mm-hmm. that being said, <laughs> what... I will add is this. Um, first of all, I think it would be fantastic if they came out with fucking R-rated uh, uh, Doctor Strange or anything for that matter. It would be so interesting, and I think it would be much more in line with a lot of what Marvel was originally doing. That's my that's my two cents, and I think you could take it to another level. Okay, now it brings me to one thing, which is the MPAA, which I think is a useless organization, just like agencies at this point. And mm-hmm. it's it's uh, it's going to go the way of theaters, to be quite honest, in my humble opinion. And therefore, we're not going to have these ratings. These ratings are look. If you ha- if it was up to me, I would say let it be a free for all. Everybody, parent your kids. <laughs> You know, like we're not, a, we shouldn't be this uh, fascist state of censorship in any way. So listen, I'm a lunatic though. So don't, don't take everything I say uh, to, you know, as gospel. Uh, that also being uh, said, I do agree with what you're saying, whether there's a no rating system and everything can be whatever it wants, what you're saying still applies. These companies are still thinking you got to watch it with kids. The more kids that watch it or the more subscribers we get from the adults, that's where it lands. So ultimately, it was a long-winded way of saying, I wish it didn't happen. I'd love to see it the other way. Here's why. But Jason is correct. (laughs) Marvel movies are the absolute degenerates of the cinematic industry. Just ask Martin Scorsese. Yes, we've heard that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and, And I think that there's a lot of to be said for how this stuff all comes out. But at the same time, I think that this stuff is actually pretty inventive and integrated. It's a different kind of world. But... You know, Martin's never going to get it. Yeah. I have a thought on this, but I'm someone who was raised like you. Oh, did you play something? Oh, no. No, I was someone who, uh, like you, you know, I was raised very, I'm older than you. So I was, I saw Chinatown in the theater. I was mm-hmm. raised in the, you know, what I consider the golden era of cinema. And those are my biggest influences. And for me to, you know, what I realize now as I have grown up in this business is that the uh, Easy Rider, for example, was the degenerate of the cinematic system when it came out. They hated it. It was like all these people, Lucas, Star Wars, everything was, fuck you, stop ruining cinema, when really they were shaping what the face of cinema was going to be for the next 50 or 60 years, and this is how it's evolved, and we're going to have to watch to see what this now becomes. And maybe we'll enter another golden age, or maybe this is a golden age, and we're not aware of it. I think people have to be open to that, even if it might sound sucky. 
Yep. Freddie Got Fingered was the only thing that I think ruined, like, hurt cinema in any way um, ever in the history of movies. Love that. Rip Torn? I mean, come on. <laughs> Rip Torn. Oh, yeah. Good. That was part of it. was pretty funny. <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah you know that's what we need freddie got fingered on disney plus if that ever happens then we know everything chaos has ensued in the world is, no. is really oh. jason but what you said is so interesting because you had mentioned like how the, the quentin art house theaters are going to be much more uh you know, important. And I mm -hmm. think as Disney and all these streamers are going to lean towards PG 13 or, you know, just cutting the line of MA, whatever that'll be, uh, we're going to see these theaters to be the places we're going to see whatever the new Freddy's got fingered on. Yeah. It's going to be kind of weird. It's almost like a bring, bringing back the porn theater, but with just for rated art movies or rated, you know, slightly <laughs> yes. uh, more aggressive movies. Yeah. Like Scarface would have to come out in a the theater. <laughs> Okay, sorry. So funny. All right. One more, one more. We got one more message and then let's, I want to talk about Loki because I'm really excited about yeah, this. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, just to let you know, guys, I do some freelancing sometimes for the British Board of Film Classification. So if we could make sure we keep classification in there, not a free for all because I need the money. Thank you. <laughs> Fair enough, Keith. Fair yeah, enough. Classification at least, at least in the good. UK, you, we can classify anything we want over there. Just, just. Yeah. The UK's been ahead of us for a long time in how this gets done. They don't, yeah. They're not so uppity about it. They just say, you know, all right, let's, yeah, yes, Keith. Yep. There are some boobs in it. <laughs> there are some boobs in it. <laughs> all right, why don't you get to Loki? All right, Loki. So this is what I'm really excited about. Loki is getting created. Michael Waldron, who was one of our, uh, is one of our Starburns Industries friends and was part of the Rick and Morty, but also a lot of the stuff that we've done over at Starburns is now the showrunner of this one. And oh, yeah. uh, this show looks cool. So this basically plays off the end of uh, uh, of the end of Avengers Endgame, where Loki escapes uh, from uh, from custody and goes out into the, the multiverse. Basically, steals a steals his little box and goes out and plays. And it's a you know this is a definitely a interesting weird one. He gets he become he comes in contact with a. A group called the TVA, and they're basically the Time Variance Association. They're a group of people that try and pr that, uh, protect the the timeline from getting screwed up. And so they're this big bure bureaucratic. You can do it, bureau. <laughs> you can do it. Industry that um, uh, that uh, that basically tries to go around and make sure that the timeline doesn't get screwed up. You don't see a ton of it all the way, but you see a few people. Um, but one of my favorites. Uh, one of my favorite Wilson brothers is uh, plays a big role in this, um, and that brother is Owen. You're safe. Oh uh, yes, you're safe. You know, I know. Okay, okay, I gotta jump in. Can I jump in? Jump. Okay. Yeah, of course. Jump. Just on the Owen thing. No, 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 because you were on a roll. So, but the Owen thing, like I was listening to this and I was thinking, man, this is such a good, innovative idea. This will make great. Uh, series fodder and content. I can't wait. This is going to be awesome. And then you said the Wilson brother. And the second you said it, I was like, I know it's Owen because it's smart. And then I'm <laughs> casting Luke in this. And then you said Owen. And I was like, yeah. And yeah. then also Hartwell may or may not have mentioned something that there was a huge, <laughs> no, that he was going to do something big. Like, and it yeah. was going to be like, he didn't tell me what or anything, but he just said like, oh, something big's going to happen. I know it. And I'm like, yeah. okay, that must mean something. And I was yeah. like, and then this doesn't surprise me though. Man, that's awesome. When is yes. this happening? And who's playing uh, Loki? Loki is still being played by Tom Hiddleston from the movies. Fantastic. So we still got the same stuff. This Fantastic. looks like it's releasing in May of 2021. So this is the this is what's going to come after 
on like basically we're gonna get a lot of we're gonna get a lot of content from Marvel on Disney Plus, regardless of what their theatrical plans are. So this is gonna come out. So what we have is WandaVision coming out in January. We have uh the Falcon and Winter Soldier coming out in March, April, and then we have this coming out in May. So we're gonna have a Marvel show streaming on Disney Plus through basically at least through the middle of the summer with plans to do Black Widow in the theaters, but I still don't buy it. I still think that's coming out some other way. Yeah, we we, we both put our money on that in a yeah. big way. Hey, guess this. I'm going to play this message. Hola, hablo español y ustedes no me entienden. I guess. Elias! <laughs> But uh, yeah, so That's it all I looks got. really. This one looks really, really fun, and uh, we're not sure what who Owen is. If he's like a just like a low level bureaucrat, or he's like my guess is he's probably secretly running things. You know, it's one yeah. of those undercover boss things. I can't wait. I can't wait. Him getting to watch him every episode for a while. I can get him mm-hmm. because I don't think we've ever seen Owen in long form. Not in no, I don't. I, I'm trying to think if there was, and I'll, I'll have to look it up. But I don't think so either. I think you're right. I'm gonna be almost pot like 99.9 pie. Yep. And then um, the other thing to be aware of with all this stuff, like with with whether with with Owen and and, and all that stuff, is Loki is a character that can change what he looks like. Um, uh, or she. So what we're also gonna see is we're gonna probably see some variations of Loki coming through all over the place. Oh, I love that. I love that. By the way, I'm just going to tell you, I feel like Miss Pat just ended. <laughs> I know. I think she did, too. I know. Everybody um, who just came and showed up, thank you. We love you all. And everybody who was here from the beginning, we were the ones in the punk rock club with three people. <laughs> thank you, guys, everybody, for showing up. We're talking about all the new Marvel movies that are coming out. We also swear, um, I don't have any titty <laughs> stories. I never got my titty shot off. <laughs> but uh, I do know Miss Pat personally, and I have heard that story a lot of times, and I loved it. It's one Miss Pat rules. Miss Pat rules. Um, rules. Anyway, oh yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, so this one will be cool. So we might see uh, we might see the female version of Loki come out here. We're going to see maybe a couple different variations. So it'll be fun, and and that'll also kind of help with you know how you keep all these these bigger name stars connected. Uh, there's nothing about this I don't love. That's, no, you know, wait, wait, did you tell us when when we can expect this? When yes, May twenty May, May May of this year, May of twenty twenty one. Yeah, not soon enough, by the way. Not not soon enough. And that's Disney Plus. That's Disney Plus. That is Disney yeah, Plus, 100 percent Yeah, now, invest now. This is big for fourth quarter. I see what they did. They're very smart. The Disney. investors, they're letting everybody know. Hey, yeah. listen, we made we made $27 in uh Disney Disneyland admissions this year, but we got a plan for next year. Yeah, you ever been around or ever own? I haven't owned, but you ever been around anyone who had a black Amex card? Um, yes. Right? You know the way they clink it down on the table? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, got, just, I got this. Boom! Yeah, they throw it. It's weighted. Yes. It's, it's it's heavy. <laughs> and like it, it, it makes that noise. So like even if you're trying to be subtle, it still slams itself down. Yeah, I know that. I feel like that's what Disney did with their proverbial black card. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They just dropped it down on the investor's table like, bonk! There you go. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. You um, got this. Exactly. So, um, so the next the next one I want to talk about, this is one I'm actually very, very excited about. It's an animated show. It's called mm-hmm. What If. Okay. Go so what if, is, what if has been a, a, a series, a comic book series for a long time? So just ask random questions. What if uh, Spider-Man never got rid of the Black Venom suit? What if, uh, what if uh, Thor, you know, different, per, you know, what if Loki had become Thor? What if, uh, 
you know, what if uh, the, the, you know, wh whatever. It's just the random questions. What if Iron Man, you know, was actually somebody else? Any kind of yes, random question yes. that'll happen. It's we like, get it. We get it. Alternatives. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was like, I got to find a good one. You need to understand this. We um, got it, man. We got it. Go but, uh, but, but the, We're all but the with concept you. is there's, there's a guy named Watu the, uh, the, the Watcher. Who is actually mm -hmm. the Watchers have been seen before. They were um, in a cameo scene in um, Guardians of the Galaxy, but basically looking at these alternative universes. And this is really where where what what Marvel's playing in and Disney are playing in right now. And so you're going to get things like, what if Peggy becomes Captain Britain instead of Steve becoming uh, Captain America? So they do a whole episode just on uh, Pe Peggy Carter being Captain Britain and, and Steve Rogers never getting powers. Or what if uh, what if uh, the, the, the there was a Marvel zombies thing. So what if all the Marvel superheroes became zombies? Uh, what if uh, T'Challa, who is uh, Black Panther, actually became Star Lord in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? What if uh, you know just what if different things had happened instead? And then they're just like a one one and done kind of uh, episode, animated episode based around that. All the all the original actors are playing this. Obviously, um, even I think even Chadwick is doing his episode, but um, I. Oh. Um, but because I think that was recorded in advance, but this is all with the original actors and everything. So I think it'll be a really fun show. And the animation style is really clean and cool. Um, but I'm looking forward to this. I always like a good what if. Yeah, listen, I, I want to get to the uh, I want you to get to these messages, but I'll just say something very quick on this because I don't have much to add other than I, I would like the only way I like this more is if it was adult animation and we could really see what the Marvel guys would do. Marvel characters would do if they were zombies. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, if they yeah. could get really dark and meta, but yeah. this sounds fantastic. Yeah, it's still going to be a little bit more mature. The, the animation style is a little bit on the mature side, but yeah, we're not going to get there. Um, Anytime soon. DC is going to be the place, like, that'll do <laughs> yes. that before. before um, and, and they already have. Um, and I think Marvel is, has stuck to its guns to keep itself PG-13, whereas the DC universe has decided, like, we're going to have to be the hard R. We're going to have to show, eventually, Kal-El's Wang is going to be in something. Um yeah. <laughs> Play some messages. I don't have any. Do you have any? Oh, I have. I have six. Oh, oh I don't yeah. have any. So here's a question for you: Are there any films on the slate uh, for Marvel that you would think would work better as a TV show? So, are there anything? You know, I know there's Blade coming up. I know you've got Fantastic Four that's just been announced. Do you think there's anything that would work better as a Disney Plus series and not a movie that you'd like to see adapted in that way? Keith always has great questions. Keith yeah, he does. Andrews. I honestly yeah. think exactly what he's saying. I think Fantastic, Me too. Fantastic Four would make a much better series than a than a than a movie. I'm glad that they got John Watts, who's the director of the Spider-Man movies for Sony. But I do believe that that particular show, because there is so much weirdness and you can kind of get kooky, and they have kind of a campy vibe, at least in the the in the 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 old comics. I think that one would be what I would say my case. I would make my case that that's the one I would want to see as a, uh, as a series. I would say blade. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I would say blade. They're doing blade. The movie is Dorf going to be in it. Did they announce? Oh, I, they haven't announced that Dorf's going to be there. Um, it's going to be, uh, you know, I don't think that Wesley's going to have anything connected to it, but, uh, oh, interesting. Yeah, that, that's, I'd like that's to see the, that. Look, there's no good vampire series, right? Yeah. That would be a sick vampire series. 
Maybe, yeah, maybe if they did that, then they wouldn't bring True Blood back, and I'd be very happy. That, I mean, please don't get me started on bringing True Blood back. Like, (laughs) Alan Ball needs a paycheck that bad? (laughs) Alan Ball, I don't think, is going to be even show running it, but I know he'll get something, but... Well, you know what? I have a lot more respect for Alan Ball. I mean, he's probably like, no, I'm not doing that. They're like, well, we are. He's like, good luck. Okay, I don't want to start. More the other one, right. I, the other oh, one, no. I think could, could be, but I don't. We, I, we haven't seen any footage of it, so I'm not sure because I don't know exactly what they're planning to do with it. Is the Eternals? That's Kamel's, the one that Kamel's in. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I don't know what it is, and because I don't know exactly how they're planning to play it, that seems like something. Obviously, when you have a big group, a big cast of people, that would kind of lend itself better to a uh, to a series. All right, we got about five messages here. You don't see any on your side, buddy? No, something's weird, but you can play. Please play. That's all right. Let me I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the arbiter of these today. All right, here we go. Can y'all please give me some advice on shit, just how to become verified on this app? Because I'm just trying to be like y'all and make it to the top. <laughs> Aww, CC Jackson, that's so sweet. Yeah, we'd love to We'd love to help you get verified. Um, you know, one, one of those things where we have, you know, we come from a kind of a different industry where we were able to verify through our other content that we create. Um, so I can't really tell you exactly, but um, I would say just keep creating good content. And I think there are applications and emails that you can do to send it to, to request. Yes, you see, uh, you know, but also keep doing the work. I, I got verified from doing the work. Not on here. I'm saying before I ever got on here. Just keep doing the work. You sound awesome. And all the verifications will come. All right, wait, another message. Just listening to you guys talk right now, and I am loving that I own 24 shares of Disney stock. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's interesting. Do you know his name is uh, 2424? He's got something with 24, (laughs) that number. I love it. I'm glad you're listening to us, and I'm glad you're making money as we speak. You want to do another one, or you want to talk? Yeah, keep going. No, keep going. Let's get... Happy Hanukkah! Hey, Dylan Riley! Love Dylan. Dylan so and sweet. I did a, a long talk yesterday. Actually, we had a long talk about uh, just Nevada and some of the different pieces going on with all uh, with all of uh, the a little bit of election stuff, a little bit of COVID stuff, but a lot of just uh, silly hanging out. Yeah, all stuff I won't have anything to do with. Yeah, exactly. That's why election I COVID. No, no, no. It sounds great, and I love Dylan. He's the sweetest. All right, message. Up, oh, Dylan Riley. Hey there, happy Hanukkah again. We got it twice. <laughs> I, think, hey. I think that was Dylan doing his. Uh, his, uh, his, his best Hanukkah. Yeah, happy Hanukkah. Oh, all right, let's see. Bond. Yo, man, R.I.P. to Chadwick. I love that dude, man. But look, Legends. I love y'all show. Everything y'all been doing, it's a beautiful thing, man. I'm getting ready to get up out of here. If you could, and all 45 of our listeners, y'all follow me back. I'm going to follow y'all. I love the show, man. Let's keep it going. We need more stuff like this. Love. Bones 151. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, thank Bonds. You, yeah, I already followed you back, Bonds. So you got yep. my follow. Uh, yep. You want to talk a little? We got a couple of messages. Why don't you uh, hit with what's next? Other than oh, yeah. you know what I, you know, I should just tell you something though. Is that I did? I, I, we should warn everybody. Should we warn everybody? We're going to pay the bills for like a minute. Oh yeah, let's let's do that. Let's skip. Get, let's do one more, and then I want to pay the bills. Okay, you want to do we one more message long today because we're we're having a good conversation. But um, I wanna, oh yeah, I wanna, all right. Because this one is the one I'm lesson? most excited about when you told me I get to talk about it. Um, and then you'd like, oh. no. And this will actually, this this will lead into it very well. Watch right. me be quiet starting now. She-Hulk is coming. She-Hulk. Female Hulk. Jennifer Waters is going to have a, a, have a, a, a streaming show. We've known that the, uh, the, uh, 
the writer and showrunner is going to be Jessica Gao of uh, Rick and Morty fame, but also of Whiting Wong's fame, uh, Starburns Audio Podcast. She's amazing. She's so smart and funny. I'm very excited for what she's doing here. But on top of that, Mark Ruffalo is going to be in the show as, uh, as Hulk. Her cousin Bruce, of course, you got to have a cousin Bruce. And Tim Roth is coming back to reprise his role as the Abomination, who is the the bad guy from that Hulk movie with Rick uh, with Ed Norton. Um, so Roth is coming back. This is the first reference, really, back to Hulk having a movie in the MCU that wasn't an Avengers movie. So I'm stoked about that too. Fuck yeah, yeah. I mean that is that is great news. On top of this, you're talking about the uh, the um, what's the director's name who did the first Hulk. I thought I loved his Hulk. That was with Ed Norton, right? The the Ed Norton one. Well, there's two. There's it depends on who you're talking about. The first MCU one was Ed Norton's, and that's the the guy who the the French guy. Did Louis, the ice uh, storm? Did yeah. the ice storm? No, the Ang Lee. Ang, Ang Lee. Ang Lee did a different Hulk from a while ago. That was the Nick Nolte Hulk. Oh, that's why I liked it. It was Nick. Yeah, there, that one was good too. I like that one. That one's one of those ones that most people really hated, but I actually really love that movie. I went on a podcast a couple about a month and a half ago defending that movie. This Me is too. I, I didn't go on the podcast, but I agree with you. I loved it. I thought the editing was so innovative. No one had done that. I was like, that's yeah. what you should be doing with this. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Not at the time. And then the other thing I thought was that was it actually tried to create a, um, a real pathos mm-hmm. for why he was doing the things that he was doing. The one that we're thinking about right now is uh that 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 did the uh that did the the hulk that is connected to the mcu was uh now uh, again please forgive my mispronunciation uh, louis uh let Le- terrier the guy who did like the transport porter and all that stuff and uh uh clash of the titans now you see me that kind of stuff a little more of an mm-hmm. action guy right yeah i'm not that i'm not that jazzed about that but yeah. the rest of this i feel like everything's yeah, gonna yeah. he's not that. coming back he's not coming oh, back his characters are coming Yay. back yeah so we're going to, and then, um, and then the other thing is there's probably going to be some nods from the daredevil Netflix, uh, show. So we might see a little bit of that too. I know you're excited about that. I'm excited about it. I love those shows, but this is the show I'm really, really excited about. And this is where we pay our bills real quick. We're going to do this for a minute and it'll be fun. I promise painless. Listen, if you're going to change into a monster from a normal person or a human being, and you, you're going to grow and it's going to rip off all your clothes. Don't you think that you should be wearing something comfy underneath there that's going to protect your now gamma radiated dirty bits? Listen, I'm going to take it a step further and say if you now have transformed back from your superhero self and you're you're, you're still not sure what's happening, you're a little cold, you should have me undies at the ready. That's right. That's right. You should have, not only should you have them, you should already be wearing them because they'll stretch. They're made of they're made of trees. Trees that are adaptable. <laughs> Yeah, birchwood, sustainable birchwood trees. They go from pulp to yarn, and then they keep growing. They're not chopping them down, and it's that micromodal, uh, you know, uh, fabric proprietary. Yeah. It's so comfy. And that's what I'm saying. Right even, even radiated, you will be comfy. At least you'll be comfy, and whether you're infected with gamma radiation or not, let your little Hulk feel as soft and comfortable, even though you're angry as angry Hulk. That'll calm you right down. You'll be, you'll be fine. If you ever find yourself transformed into a a, a dyna- like a like a green angry rage beast, put on a <laughs> pair of meundies, calm straight down. You know who needs right. Scarlet Girl? By the way, they deliver free delivery. Get the membership; it's like twenty bucks a month. You'll never be without comfort in your nether Hulk regions. No, that's right. Ever. Go nope. to meundies.com. Use use the <laughs> offer code stuck, and uh, like I said, it's meundies.com offer code stuck. 
We're done paying the bills. Thank you guys yes. for sticking around. Keep your job. Can I say on. something? Can yeah. I say something that our, our, our stereo stuck at home specifically are so dope for sticking around while we did that. And because we really didn't dip at all. Everyone was just being and sending love while we were doing it. So thank you for that. It's just noted. I see you. We see you. Awesome. All right. All right. More messages. We got four. Yeah. Yeah, let's messages. yeah. That's uh, perfect. So I do believe there was a blade series, like maybe in the mid two thousands. Um, it wasn't very good. I do prefer the films, but, um, Mahershala, Ali has been cast as Blade in the new version. Ooh. I would love to see a TV series. And um, you brought up that they're bringing True Blood Black. <laughs> I mean, that series was just the worst thing. Um, that's ridiculous. I mean, what is it with you guys and bringing series back? Leave Dexter alone. Yeah, we, I, get, we, we agree. We need to bring him on Stuck at Home to talk a little bit about this. And he's absolutely right. I was not aware of this. In... This was filmed in uh, Vancouver, Canada, or in British Columbia, however you want to say it. Blade the series, 2006. You want to know who played Blade? Yes, please. Sticky Fingers from Onyx. Oh, my Lord. That I have to watch that tonight. Coming through with a jam, full-blown flame. Yeah. B-Boys make some noise and just, just slam. Yeah, we, I, I, I might be watching that tonight. I'm not going to lie. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going <laughs> to lie. 12, 12 episodes starring six sticky fingers as uh as blade i did not know about this thank you for showing this to me i am yes. very, very excited and by the way i agree I, I second that that motion to get uh keith on uh stuck at home the live version uh, that we do that's on monday and wednesday so let's do that for sure Absolutely. okay well, another message or you want to talk a little yeah more? let's do another message okay hey it's the yoga guy yoga, is there uh, any plan to make a movie out of the Moon Knight um, character. He was one of my favorite comics growing up. Again, that's Moon Knight. Moon this Knight. is the yoga guy. It's a yoga guy. Kia. He the yoga guy. By the Kia. way, I, you know that character? Yes, I do know that character. And uh, so, like, first of all, thank you, yoga guy. Thank you for always listening. Thank you for yes. uh, always, you know, for the, the stuff. And it's a good question. So... There, so this is one of the announcements that was kind of interesting. So we've known for a little while that Oscar Isaac will be playing Mark Spector, the Moon Knight, right? We've been told this for a little while, and it looks like that's a series, not a uh, not a theatrical. However, this was not confirmed during this call. This is the one thing that was kind of weird. It's kind of anti news, but uh, they really? kind of uh, didn't confirm his casting, but. Wait, Jason, just you, wait stop, 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 stop. You didn't mention this because we've talked about this at length. So Oscar Isaac may not be playing him now. This is this just came out. This is part of the stuff we were going to talk about today. Wow. So, um, go talk about it now. Bring it up. Let's go. This yeah, is fascinating. So here, I'll just read the, I'll read the, um, Please. the little bit of blurb that we have on it. Um, in less big news and more anti-news, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> it, it was noted that despite much lauded reports that Oscar Isaac will be playing Mark Spector, Kevin Feige, Fiji, didn't confirm the actor's casting in Moon Knight. This could be due to contracts more than a sign the actor isn't joining the MCU. That's all we got right now. It's just not 100% confirmed. But this this is supposedly happening. I he uh, you know and and this character should be coming. Uh, whether it's how and when that's that's the question. Well, I wonder if it has something to do with him talking about or circling or taking the role of Snake in mm -hmm. uh, the uh, what is it Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. Um, yep. it, it could be, I don't, I, it's interesting. Cause I don't think that those necessarily lie. We could, there's also, you know, there's also this, this thing where he's connected to the, 
to the MCU also and Disney through Star Wars, right? He's he's a big character in that Rise of Skywalker. Nothing's yes. been announced there yet, but there may be some conflicts. You never know what series, and we're not even going to get into all the different Star Wars stuff that was Ooh. announced today. Right, but it's um, fair to say that Star Wars would have precedent. Like, if Star Wars wants him, they're going to get him, and they're like, he can't be in the moon. They're, no, yeah. he's a Star Wars guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a Star Wars. Right, like, uh, and then Oscar Isaac's like, all right, fuck you. Yeah, it's like, take money out of my I'm, pocket. <laughs> I'm all I'm all this. I'm all uh, ex machina all the time. That's what he says. <laughs> ex machina is still to this. I mean, just Alex Garland, like that guy jumping on the scene. Devs. I mean, we we lost talking about devs, but I still think about that show that he did on FX on Hulu. Oh, I do too. I I, I think he's he's amazing. Um, okay, yes. so that that but that is that's your answer there. Let's um, any more questions? Yeah, yeah. I got a couple more messages right now. So let's, let's do you have a recommendation on a resource? Um, to basically watch all of the Marvel Universe, Cinematic Universe movies from start to end, where would be the best place to find that order in sequential order? This is the yoga guy, and someone put the bunny back in the box. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Come to the right guy, Jason Smith, take the floor. So I'll post this somewhere. I'll I'll figure out where to post it, but you can actually look up the... uh, Marvel actually has released a... um, a kind of timeline-based thing. The best place to honestly watch it, and you'll, you know, the only thing you'll have to find are the Spider-Man ones and a couple, maybe a couple of Rogue ones, is on Disney+. Plus. You can a- They actually have a, uh, a cinematic timeline piece in the actual app where you can go into Disney+, Plus, look at the Marvel page, and it'll actually do a, uh, you know, in order of release, but also in order of uh, chronological order. So I think that's probably the easiest and best place to go. Otherwise, I can send you a link to show you um, um, where that is. The other best place to do it is whenever they're doing a uh, marathon right before the release of a new movie. Um, yeah, you can go down to uh, an AMC if they still exist. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I have nothing to add to that. That was just good. Um, okay. We have a few, you know, multiple messages. What do you want to do, Jace? I like. Let's how you do a couple more because, I, like I said, if can you can you go a couple minutes longer? I can go as long as we want. I love stereo. Uh, cool. I feel like this thing is so retro, it's mainstream, but it's not yeah. yet. All right, hang on. Surely the secret to being a Hulk is Velcro, right? So when you just go, it just all rips apart. Velcro yeah. just goes, whoosh, and then the clothes are reusable. I mean, yeah. why have no one ever thought of that? <laughs> this is yoga guy. Here's what I've said. I agree with it, but I think that there's another thing that they, we should do. Think about whatever they wear in Magic Mike, whatever's like a pull-off. Like, wouldn't like that be the coolest way to walk onto this into the um as a male dancer? Like as a review, you walk in all Bruce Banner and small in all your clothes, normal. And then yeah. like as soon as that song All right, on, ladies, wow, let's wow, welcome wow. the wow. all of a sudden you just hulk out right there and you just do one big move on the yeah. chair, like one of those pelvic thrusts, and you're just all big and green. Yeah, what's his main thing? The Hulk uh, his smash, Hulk smash. Yeah. Yeah, that's when he does the gr- the grind move. Yeah, the yeah, exactly. Wow. The ladies are like, Woo! it's like a wow, wow, and he just does it, and then all of a sudden he's just naked in there, and then he just collects all his clothes at the end, grabs his tips off the ground, and runs back. <laughs> right, but they're Velcro, so they're easy. And yeah, they're you know easy. You're, you're absolutely right. And by the way, thank you for listening to the MeUndies spot and finding a way to make that interesting, Keith. Andrew. <laughs> I all actually right, do want to see this scene in a show where the Hulk has to like. Script for cash because I think that'd be just the funniest scene. See Mark Ruffalo walk out there, then it hawks out, and then he just grabs all his money and goes back. 
Yeah, listen, if know. they would, if Lauren, Lauren would just let you and I run the Saturday Night Live writers' room for a year, we'd have the best year ever. It would be back to pollution. All right, let's see what we got. I just want to give you props for knowing those lyrics to the Onyx Slam song. Yeah. There you go, Jace. Take your props. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I know all of them. <laughs> no, he's, 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 yeah, Jason. Jason's a very a surprising boy. person. Starburns audio. Jason is a very, very, very interesting. There's a lot of peeling. A lot of peeling. All right, what do we got? What do you mean? I always freeze. Hello, people. I just want to know how do you feel? I feel good. I feel so good. I feel good too. I feel great. I love being here on stereo. I love our stereo stuck at homies. And I feel like, do we have more announcements, by the way? Because this has been the most announcements we've ever had. Oh, no, we got more. Well, I'm, oh, okay. Give me some. I'm, Give me some. All right. So the there's a new Nick Fury show coming out. So that's Samuel Jackson. We knew that, that there was going to be a Nick Fury show. But now we know what it is. It's called Secret Invasion, which is a, which is a plot from the, the comic books that we thought we were going to get with uh, the Miss Marvel show. Oh, excuse me, not Miss Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel. Um, but Secret Invasion is where the shapeshifters invade Earth. Um, and it's going to star uh, Samuel Jackson. I see this as being a miniseries and probably not something that has a bunch of uh, seasons. But this is, a, this is another one that's coming up. I mean, and again, Disney Plus? Disney Plus. Um, Jesus. The, the next so this one, is all, just to be clear, this is all scattered now across 21. 21, 22, 23 is what they're kind of the investors are kind of talking about. We're talking about the next couple of years, yes. Right. Um, no, we're going to start seeing these shows like Nick Fury, et cetera, like the, the Owen Wilson one in, in 21. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, another, another one of these new announcements that we haven't heard about before is Ironheart TV shows coming out. And so Ironheart is probably somebody you're not familiar with. Ironheart is. Uh, Riri Williams is the name of the character. Um, she is a she is kind of the heir to the Iron Man throne. So she has she's a teenage genius, and she becomes the inheritor to Tony Hark Tony Stark's kind of armor and you know that that character within the the MCU. And it, she came or not MCU, sorry, this is the Marvel uh, comic books. This came about when they did a kind of a, re, a soft reboot of the the comics a few years ago, and Tony ha Tony Stark was dead. Um, she kind of took in. So here's here's your Iron Man. It's going to be Riri for this kind of the space for. Uh, I mean, again, I feel like they're just killing it. Like, yeah, I, killing you it. know, I'd li I'd like to say like, oh, I don't really, I'm not interested in that. But you know, this is, and I like the step away. Listen, Star Wars is going to be Star Wars. You said there's a thousand announcements for Star Wars and all the new series. Oh yeah, right. So that's going to be on the the, the you know. The cake, and they're saying that this is the the layers and this is the icing. This sounds yeah. like the best, right? Well, and the, here's the, the big the biggest difference I think because comic like we've talked about, there's tons of comics and it's always lent itself. And they've been doing this type of stuff for ten years in the cinema uh, that they're starting to be able to bring it back into the into the streaming. That there's just a lot more options. Star Wars is stuck to one story, you know, outside of the video games and stuff for so long that they have to kind of build a little slower you can't just do some random person call him you know you couldn't call him like vader jr and just like here you were just doing this because there's no precedent to it they have to write all these stories in whereas with marvel you're like hey you know that there's, there's a teenage female uh iron man that's already existed we're gonna bring him out to it it's already right. got ip cool do it yep yep and they're so, the worlds are so big and vast that there's so many places like when i was 
when we were working on uh, season two and entourage and I was writing stuff for uh, the Aquaman thing, it was just backstory stuff, you know, I was doing all this research. It's like, you know, I never understood why, and I don't know if uh, Doug ended up doing it later or something is uh, why Arthur Curry, which was, you know, is actually Aquaman's brother. Why isn't mm-hmm. he played by drama? Right. Right. Like that to me was always, I was like, Doug, that's it. He's got to be up to that part. He's got to want that part. Right. Like he's got to be like, yo, that's the part, bro. I got to be off the curry. He drives a little seahorse. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> bro, you know, I love seahorses, bro. <laughs> like that is the way I thought it should go. I don't know. I, maybe Doug did it. I have no idea. You know, no, I, agree you with say- you. I think that's so funny, you know, and, and the irony of like of James Wan doing it and having him who he daddy, like he had, uh, <laughs> he didn't have that, that character, but I, I just think that uh, the, the dad was, uh, what's his face from Rocky. For oh, Paul, uh, uh, Paulie, no, he was oh, oh. the, the dad in the show was Dolph Sorry, Lundgren. Yeah. I think that if anybody was gonna, if any, if if uh, drama was gonna pick a dad to be his dad in a movie like that, I don't think Dolph Lundgren wouldn't be too far off the top of that list. No, it's not. I mean, but that's why I never saw Aquaman, <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, no, nah, I already gave you all guys a life, <laughs> I got enough problems. Oh, that's funny. All right, what do we got? All right, so so then the next one that that, that 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 was a big announcement that I never heard of before was is something called Armor Wars. Armor Wars. I like that title. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna star Don Cheadle. He's gonna have his own show uh-huh. um, playing War Machine, and it basically the idea is what happens when uh, Tony Tony Stark. I keep wanting to call it Tony. You, I know Hawk. you love Tony Hawk. You you you're in love with Tony Hawk. You I do. I do love Tony yeah, Hawk. And it's not bad. It's not bad, yeah. but. Yeah. But what happens when Tony Stark's thing. tech falls in the wrong hand? So this is a kind of going to be a uh, alternate a Don Cheadle versus a whole bunch of evil, you know, Iron Man. Uh, what's what's bad about that? Nothing. Here, nothing. nothing. Don Cheadle. I mean, you know, thank God he's off the House of Lies, and now he's going to be in something, you know, yep. kind of epic. Yeah, Black Friday was still one of my favorite shows from uh, the last couple of years. Uh, oh yeah, the one Rogan and Goldberg produced, right? Yeah, that, he was On he was so funny in that show too. Yeah, dark eighties. By the way, the eighties are we're in the eighties revival. So you know, if you catch yourself sitting at home wearing parachute pants with the Shams de Baron muscle tee, you know that it's all gone to hell. I'm gonna have to call uh, MeUndies and see if I can get some parachute MeUndies. Um, By the way, or a, or a MeUndies muscle tee. Oh, that'd be funny. Oh, um, so bring that. I'm so thirsty. <laughs> uh, do we have any messages you want to go before? Uh, I go no, we'll play one. We'll play one. Guys, I would be absolutely honoured to join you on here. I friggin' love this show. I mean, it's it's half midnight here in the UK. I should be in bed, but I always love listening to you. So thank you so much for your kind words. Uh, Star Wars would be the ideal pick for me or Doctor Who or something along those lines. But I can pretty much talk about anything because I'm a geek. So uh, <laughs> thank you so much, guys. Really appreciate we'll it. We'll do it. We'll set it up then. Yeah, uh, of we can, course. We can set something up. Oh, yeah, 100, 100, 100%. But it is zero dark 30, in, yeah. as we say in Special Forces <laughs> in, uh, in, in London right now. So everybody in London, it's zero dark 32. Bin Laden has been dead for three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So what's our next one? And then I'll play another I, message too. Baby Groot is going to have his own series. Oh, this is the thing you were talking about. I Am Groot, Baby- it's called. The TV show is going to be called. I am Groot. It's just going to be a series of shorts, but Baby Groot is back for a series of, of shorts on uh, on Disney Plus. And who's voicing? Did they say Vin Diesel? Oh yeah, okay. So Vin Diesel's like, I don't really need the money, but I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why not? 
fantastic. He's, I mean, listen, how much, listen to all the people you just named. You basically named every movie star in the world, old mm -hmm. and new. And they're all doing a series in 21 through 23 for Disney Plus. I mean, yeah. This is insane. How much yeah. money are they spending? Oh, it's, it's insane. It's incredible. And I haven't even gotten to all the stars. Christian Bale just signed on to be in the new uh, Taika Waititi uh, Thor Love and Thunder. He's going to be the bad guy. Oh, boy. This is, this is it. All right, go on. Um, Who else? Name some stars. Rattle them off. What else you got? Oh, well, we have, um, well, let's see. We have Jonathan Majors is coming in. Catherine mm -hmm. Newton's coming in on the Ant-Man and the Wasp. Those ones are going. Uh, Ryan Coogler is not going to recast uh, uh, Black Panther, and they're not going to use any CG. They're going to they're gonna let that character pass, and which I think mm -hmm. is the right move. Uh, A lot Chadwick, of class. Chadwick Boseman was the perfect person for that. Legend. And, yeah, retire, and, it's and, like retiring the jersey. It's over. Yeah, and you have to. You have to. Yep. There's no way to take nope. that in any other direction and it created such a an amazing even accept kind of, it. yeah so people would go nuts if you tried to replace him with anybody right. people would right. go bananas they would be like and, and they shouldn't and i think that you know he's been you know he kind of he changed the game yes, um agreed and uh and uh, also did that with a you know with a lot of flair so i'm really looking forward to that um uh to see what they do with it i'm not obviously i'm very saddened by not having him and it's a huge loss and and all that, but uh, I'm I'm interested to see where they go with that. Again, we this is a, I'm sorry, is this long form content or short form content? This will be a long. This will be a short form piece. This okay. will be a uh, you know. It, this is looking uh, yeah, like a streaming it, film. Yeah, it looks like right now it's 2022 release, July release. Um, we talked about the MCU's Fantastic Four movie coming. Um, it's going to be directed by John Watts, who's been directing the last two Spider-Man movies. The Fantastic um, Four movie coming. Yep, a fantastic. Oh, coming up. Four. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's a, it's a movie about the Fantastic Four. There's not four fantastic movies coming out. Sorry for the. No, I thought the Fantastic Four were all just going to have orgasms. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't oh yeah, sure that, that what movie is a porn it's film. Yeah, that, that's what they based that move that that uh, that song Milky. Uh, <laughs> Fred Durst. <laughs> um, Fred Durst. Go on. The Shang Chi movie has finished. It has wrapped. Yeah. Um, so that's really coming there. Um, we're really yeah, excited about that. <laughs> Sorry, it, right? I have to be very you're careful. It, right? yeah, um, with a, a, Aquafina's in that one. Tony Luang's yeah. in that one. Uh, it looks really fun. So we're excited for that to come out. What does everyone um, think of Aquafina? Everyone thinks Aquafina's funny? Is that the general funny. consensus? Yeah. Okay. She's funny. She's right. very funny. Like and she can do adjust and, and she, she proved it in a movie this year that she can do uh, she can do drama too. She's She's a she's a talented woman. Yeah, you know, I feel like you're gonna have to Justin Long me with her. All right, All right. I will. Let's I'll go. get you there. I'll get you there. All right. I'll get you we'll there. see. We'll see. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> um, the, another show that I didn't I didn't bring up, um, not for any other reason than I was just going through and trying to find a couple things. Uh, Ms. Marvel, which is uh, you know the few people have played, but has been most uh, you know recently kind of revived by uh, this character. Uh, Kamala Khan, who play is Ms. Marvel currently within the uh, the Marvel continuum. Mm -hmm. uh, she's a Pakistani hero, uh, female. Um, she's a she's just a huge fan of superheroes, and she's really cool. So I see this probably playing on that uh, more, you know, the younger side. But she's a very cool character, and she's coming to Disney Plus also. I see this probably as being on the younger side and probably being on the more PG 
side of things. But a uh, very cool character and great to have a female, not just a female character, but a Muslim character, Pakistani character being played and shown on uh, Disney Plus as a superhero. Yeah, well, listen, all the stuff, and I think it started with me, too. It's just we're seeing this, you know, and I'm not saying one way or the other. I don't make any statements politically. I'm saying it's just you have to look at trends and things that happen, right? So there was a big catalyst with me, too. And now what we are seeing, and I think it's wonderful, is this uh, uh, proper representation across the board. So everyone's got a hero or multiple heroes to look up to. That's like them. Yeah, I agree with you. But I, and, and, and to a point. I actually think that some of this is a little bit, you know, I want to give Marvel some credit. This a Kamala lot of credit. Khan, Amen. Go on. Kamala Khan came out and was created in 2013. Um, this was a push prior to all this stuff to really bring and diversify and bring in younger heroes, recreate a lot of backstories. You know, Miles Morales and Spider-Man, uh, you know, in the Ultimate Universe and the new Spider-Man was, was a creation prior to, um, to all this stuff. Marvel has been trying to bring these, and, and Ms. Marvel was a hit from the jump. A lot of stuff with this is now that it's coming to TV, but what, what's been established is audiences and, and, and viewers, listeners, uh, readers are already on board with these characters. This isn't somebody you have to sell to the comic going audience. This is somebody that's like, yes, finally, we love Kamala. She's actually the star of the current Fantastic. Avengers video game that's out on um, uh, PlayStation and Xbox, whether, what do you think about the game or not? She's kind of the heart of that entire game also. Like this is something that Marvel's done a really good job of being ready for and also pushing outside of out, you know, political pieces. Yeah. Well, I think that that's where, and this is what we always, uh, you know, discuss at its heart is art as a conduit for all these things. You know, mm -hmm. and, and if we could just have war in the Marvel movies and just be done with it and realize we're a global community and mm -hmm. we can all bond over art. It's like a universal language. Exactly. And with the technology today, everything can be translated into every language, just like the Bible. And we can all just get a new religion, which is called movies <laughs> yeah. for TV, you know, and everybody could just be on love and, and, you know, all right, I want to get to a new agey. So uh, fuck off. All right, what do we got? I got a couple more little announcements. Let's play a We got a few messages. Let's get a few messages. How are you feeling about that, Jace? Yeah, I'm feeling good. All right, I'm going to do one right now. I heard it. I'm just wondering if there's going to be any Stuck at Homies merchandise because I want a baseball cap, a T-shirt, and a badge. We're on it. We're working on it right now. We're actually talking to some people about some merchandise. That Thank you very much. We'll get some Stuck at Homies stuff for everybody. He's always got All right, we jumped up to like six messages. So you want to roll? Yeah, keep rolling some messages. Let's get you know, they're talking about making all of the back of the features. Why? You're just going to fucking ruin it for those <laughs> us who was raised on the 80s of back of the feature. Why remake them? Why? I mean, I could I could jump in there real fast. Jace, yeah. you want you? Go I would say really quick is that I'm of your like minded. You and I, sir, we're, we're simpatico yet. As I've said, as I've aged in this business, what I realize is that why remake them is because like the new kids, like the eight year olds and the 10 year olds, they're, they're not really watching that movie. So if they can put it new with new people, those kids get to enjoy the movie all over again in a new way. It's not for us. And the studio still gets to make a whole bunch of money on the same freaking thing. Yeah. Without paying, I, I really people. hope that they don't do it too. I don't think that it'll be coming. Um, but that that is a true statement. He was absolutely right. Yep. Tom Holland was actually asked. The guy who plays Spider Man right now was uh, was in talks to uh, reprise uh, 
Michael J. Fox's role. And, you know, as people go, he's not the person that I would be the angriest at doing it. However, I agree with you both. I don't want to see this happen, but I understand to a point at this point, it's been 30, it'll be probably 30 years from when that movie came out, which is I almost an adequate amount of time for, uh, to wait. To, okay. But here you want, I, I'm going to, I'm going to share something that I don't know that I've ever said to anyone I'm not super close to, but you know, here's the exact reason why these things happen. Okay. Here's the answer. <laughs> I'm the person who absolutely positively did not want to see the crow get remade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was ridiculous. No way. And then when relativity came to me and offered me the job and I got the job, you mm-hmm. know, and all of a sudden I'm rewriting it and I'm working with Mr. Obar and, and Javier and all these great people and at Pressman and you're getting paid a bunch of money. You're like, woo, the crow. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's why these things get made. Yeah. Because there's, there's a lot of money and people are excited to have a job and you're getting to put your fingers in a pot that, you know, everybody knows and like, you know, you're going to get crucified for it, but you don't care. And it becomes yeah. its own little thing. Okay. Yeah. I'm done. No, I agree with you. And I think this is interesting. I think that we are okay with remaking much older movies. There's something about the eighties and, and beyond where we feel a little bit more protective of some of these IPs. Cause we, we remake a lot of different stuff. Um, but like they haven't done well. I, I think the movie that it, this ties closest back to me is with Ghostbusters. That's an 80s movie that feels very iconic that they, they, they tried to do and it didn't do such a good job of, of coming back because you're recreating something that exists. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yes. In that moment. Yeah, in that moment. Right. And I'm not saying it's going to be better by any means, but that's why they get done. All right. Well, I just got to say, you guys are amazing. I really enjoy listening to your podcast on stereo, really among, I think, more than just about any other show on here. So, man, props to you for doing that. You're so good. I'm going to give you guys free unlimited yoga online membership at my (laughs) yoga studio. So just hit me up on my Instagram. This, this oh, message happening. has been brought Namaste. to you by the yoga Namaste. guy eating Wait, he's really some a yoga yogurt. <laughs> yeah, he does real yoga, for real. I've listened to a couple of his other talks, and he talks about uh, self-help, oh, not to like, and he does a lot of like awesome. uh, uh, awareness stuff, talks about mental health, talks about yoga. He does a lot of great stuff. I've, I've listened to a few of his shows, very, very interesting stuff. When he, even from the small, short, quick bites we get of him, you could just tell he's a very evolved, intelligent human. So, right. all right. So, um, Plus, he likes us, which means he's super smart. Oh, as soon as someone likes us, I, I, they're the best. <laughs> Wait, hold on. But he actually, he really is. All right, hold on. Nick, thirty-four. Hi, everyone. What's Hi. going on? Not much. I want to be talking. here for a long time. Okay. All right, well, then you, you should be here for a long time. What Good. Do you we love, we love having you. Okay, we got like still like six messages. Right, keep rolling. Keep going. Keep going. Let's go. Let's do a few more. If you want some proof of Aquafina's acting talent, you need to watch a film called The Farewell. If you haven't seen it already, it's a beautiful film, very emotional. It's about a girl that goes um, back to her roots to visit her grandmother, who um, is dying, but nobody tells her. So it's a really emotional drama and it's fantastic. So, yeah, she definitely gets her kudos in the acting talent for that, for me. Oh, all right, I'll watch that. That's exactly what I was going to tell you. I don't even need to tell you. I can let I can let everybody from stereo tell you. That is exactly what I was going to show you. So, this is uh, fantastic. All right, I love this. All right. so, just to clarify, <clears throat> Miss yeah. Marvel is a Pakistani-American created oh. by Sana Aman and over at Marvel. Yep. How cool is it that Kamala Khan is going to come out 
when we have a vice president named Kamala Harris. <laughs> this is the yoga guy. That's yeah, right. Yep. Exactly. hundred percent. Pakistani American Muslim Kamala. Yep. hundred percent. I was thinking the same thing, but, uh, yep. what a cool time. Now you can't, you can't say, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Right. Um, exactly. And now we have all the facts, which I love. And again, it's, that's the one thing, whether you like Marvel and the universe or you like star Wars and the universe or the individual things. The fact is, again, I feel like this is the new deal. This yeah. is the, you know, the opening for not only jobs and the economy uh, stimulus, but also for diversification and really seeing representation across the board in every way, which we mm-hmm. were not seeing up until really recently. And at least now the gateways are opening. All right. Yeah. Message. Cliff, I just want to take your point and say, yeah, they are working towards equality when it comes to superheroes that everyone has someone to look up to. I need a gay superhero because there's loads of people in the LGBTQ plus community that need that representation. So please, Marvel, if you're listening, uh, please make a really fit, six-packed, nice-assed guy the first gay how Marvel they? superhero. Just saying. Yeah, but by the way, how haven't they? They have a, a female gay superhero. Oh, no, that's DC. Right. Uh, Are you talking yeah. about uh, the uh, yeah. uh, Harley yeah. Quinn? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so oh, no, what they, about Batwoman? Or the, the one, or Bat- know, and Batwoman movie? also. So right. they, yeah, Batwoman, is, it, Batwoman, Harley Quinn, um, Poison Ivy, um, generally that's, that's the thing too, because Harley Quinn and them have been played the villains or have been gay villains before. Uh, but yes, uh, hundred percent. The ones that I will say, you know, they, they, they explored it a little bit and they, they haven't really gone that far as Iceman from the X-Men was out of his game in 2015. We don't know if that's going to hold and he hasn't really appeared in the MCU since. Uh, but that is definitely the one person and he's absolutely right. There haven't been gay representation in the show specifically in Marvel has not been there. And I, I agree. I think that that's something we're going to, I want to, I want to see more of really soon. And um, I give DC props for being a little bit more on the um, front line of that. Well, you know what, by the way, Keith, Andrew, thanks for waking me up a little, because I was just going under this, like, you know, I guess, privileged assumption that, that there was, of course, gay representation in the more There isn't. Okay. Yeah. Right. And so by the way, how is there not? Go ahead. Jay. Yeah. Well, and I will say this, and this is one I didn't, quite get into because i didn't necessarily realize this but as i'm exploring a little bit um one of the announcements that i didn't bring up is they have cast a character for um for dr strange 2 uh uh, a character called uh miss america uh america chavez is the name of the character she's a latinx character which is also something we don't have a lot of representation in in the mcu um who's also a lesbian character um so I don't know if they'll play that or if that part of her story is going to be a part of this MCU, but that is the character that's coming to uh, coming to the MCU and is traditionally represented that way. So I'm not saying that that's even close to where, where we need to be, but um, that's that that is that is out there. Yeah, this anti uh, like you know gay sentiment is really an American thing, and it's very new. It's, you know, a few hundred years old at most. Other Before us and this Quaker Puritan value system that is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of thrust upon this, this you know, burgeoning nation, I, I would, would say, you know, it was, you know, every culture, every single great empire, there was no differentiation between uh, what anyone did. No one gave a crap. <laughs> We're the only ones. So it is kind of ridiculous, and it's about time that we really started realizing what the hell we actually are as a melting pot. All right, that's it. I'm stopping. All right. 
Alright, so, message? Should I go with the next message? Going, keep going. This is some crazy shit. Uh, you guys know that you're at the front of the uh, stereo talking about something about you knock something off and those five listeners uh, please record your messages or uh, retaking questions and stuff. That's fucking weird. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know, but <laughs> I, it I don't really like get whatever's that. happening, it's good. And the, I think we're like the first, we're, we're the probably the first show, we're the trending show right now. Um, and we're and we're also saying rally random things. So I don't well, know. By Maybe the way, just... thank everyone. Thank, thank you, you, everyone. Yeah, thank you, everybody, really for listening. Yeah, we're trending only because of you. We're just, you know, without we're, you, we're just two dudes. Yeah, we're just two dudes bullshit. And we'd be having yeah. the same talk. Um, All right, message. Yep, message. End of story. Um, just listening to the chat, um, really interesting. Um, um, but just a point about um, remaking things. Um, like, I've always felt like the, the, the true nature of creativity is originality. Mm. But but the question is, you know, the, the, the deeper question is, can you make, because nothing is original, right? Every story has been told in some way, shape or form. So the question is, what is your own unique voice that makes this story original again? Mm-hmm. That, that's right. You know, Quentin became original in his dialogue, his structure. He broke up and found a newly sort of original way to uh, restructure a film mm-hmm. in Pulp Fiction. Right. Right. That a lot of people have duplicated. But unless you're talking about something of that ilk, you're really just talking about how is your unique voice going to be the original thing, like James Gunn coming in to do Guardians, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're like, that's the way. Or Favreau coming in and doing the first Iron Man, you're like, oh, fuck. That's how I want to see these things done. Yeah. And that's yeah. where originality comes in, and that's where you see the art. Right, and then on the and on the other side of this, because I 100% same page with that, then you look at the people and the voices that are coming out. Like we've talked about this on our other show, on our on our on our podcast. But Lovecraft Country taking a lot of the the, the pieces from uh, Lovecraft and H.P. Lovecraft, and then but putting them through the lens of of the uh, of the, the of the plight of the black black human beings in America from slavery through Jim Crow through all the you know segregation and all this shit uh and 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 being able to see it through a different lens adds i think is a very creative thing that's the thing i like and this is the thing i'm looking forward to this is tell me this story but from the perspective of somebody that i don't understand i've seen all the white people do it i've seen all the white superheroes i don't need to see it another white superhero again i know their story for the most part but yeah we have enough representation yeah tell me through kamala tell me through you know these other, you know, these other voices that I've never seen. Yeah, through Misha Green of Lovecraft. Yeah. Riri Williams, yeah. Lovecraft Country is such an incredible show because it's a story that, even though it's a story I've heard before, and it, it might even have been a story that I've seen through the lens of HP and, and, and some of those characters, hearing it, seeing it, watching it through the lens of, of a Black creator and, um, and showrunner and revising that to really tell a story that makes me understand something new, that's, I think, part of this creativity and understanding that um, that these things can do, even if they're being remade. Just telling right, through so, them. Sorry, yeah. Jason. Go, no, go ahead. I just, well, I was going to say, like, you know, so again, just to even uh, stack, you know, stand on the shoulders of what you just said is that there is this, you know, idea that that is like, so let's look at Robin Hood. Guess what? Black people existed during Robin Hood. So did Latin next people. And so did gay people. Like, they all existed during Robin Hood. We only see the Errol Flynn version, who, by the way, was gay and not allowed to come out. I'm pretty sure. 
Okay. Yep. I mean, don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure about that. And, you know, we can just say, well, let's find these new young black, you know, diversified where Latinx creators and let them tell these stories from their lenses. And that's original too. Yep. hundred percent because we're actually right. learning something interesting. We're actually getting reality or we're getting, we're getting a little more truth. That's the thing I think about these things. When I think about remakes, I want the authenticity. I don't need the same thing made with, you know, the, the, you know, like use Spider-Man as an example. We have the Tobey Maguire one. How could we make a wider Spider-Man? I don't know. Let's hire Andrew Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, but you're absolutely right. And, and if I may say this, you know, it's when, when we met and I first started getting out, you know, listen, I'll still write and I'll still write the right thing, but I felt like, you know, I've done it. Right. I've already done it with Warrior, with Entourage. Like, I don't really have anything else that I have to thrust upon the world, uh, you know, to say, like, I might make another film at some point. You know, I might make a series. But really, I don't want to take up more space from a creator that can be telling something in a much more diversified, interesting way than I can. I kind of have my shot. You know, and I'm not saying it in a bad way. I'm just saying, like, you know, now what I'll do is, you know, going to be exclusive, maybe one or two more things before I uh, move on from this earthly coil. But this is the time, like, you know, Chappelle says, let the kids hit the streets. Let's mm-hmm. see what comes out of it. Yep, 100%. All right, 100%. message? Yep. Should we still keep going? I mean, we have a yeah, lot let's of do, Let's see if we can get through these messages as far as we can, and then I'm going to do a quick timeline. We'll, we'll, we'll keep going for a little bit, if that's okay with you. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I can't walk away from our stereo stuck at homies, Jason. All right. Well, let's keep going. Robert Zemeckis, who has final rights to all the Back to the Future films in the franchise, has said he will block any remake or reboot attempts. Oh, Dylan Riley. Interesting. All right. Hey, man. Can y'all hear this? Just as testing this app out. We can hear you, Justin Hopkins. Hey, everyone. Just wanted to say hi and leave some strong, positive, good vibes. So sending strong, positive, good vibes out there to all. Love you all. Thank you for being here and for this connection. And yes, that's all I want to say. Sending those strong, positive vibes. All right. And it's 09. I'm going to keep going, Jason. Keep going. Hey guys, just tuning in. Hey G Man there on the left. I don't know if I'm allowed to say your name. I don't know. I just I'm coming to support. I saw you were live. I wanted to tune in. Hi, Clifford. I'm not being rude. I gave you a follow as well. Welcome to Stereo. But I see you have a lot of listeners. So it is currently 446 Pacific Standard Time. Uh I'm going to guess if I were a betting woman that this is going to play at 512. That's my guess. <laughs> but good guess. <laughs> oh, she's awesome. Anti-social. What a great name. She's so great. We're going to have, have a talk. I, 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 I reached out to Anti-social um, just recently because um, she, I, I listened to her one-on-one show yesterday uh, and she was super insightful and I wanted to talk to her because she's been around doing this for a long, long time. This, this app since kind of the beginning and learn how, how long has this uh, app been around sorry jace how long has it been around it's been around since the summer as far as i understand it maybe a little bit earlier in some alpha formats but okay. it's around since the summer and i you know you know um people who don't know who i am um i go by starburns audio here my name's jason i'm the ceo of a of a podcast network called starburns audio and we have lots of shows more mainstream stuff some of the people that are now on Stereo are come from my 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 group of people, Miss Pat, um, the Sklar brothers. They all work. They're all part of the Starburns Audio Network, and I really wanted to get a part, be a part of this. And Cliff and I do a show every week, and we've just had a blast being a part of this. Also, 
And what I want to understand from people, and we, this will be a different conversation, but this is what I'm going to talk with Antisocial about is how do we merge this, what I will call traditional podcasting, which is the stuff you see on site, Spotify and, um, and everything else over to, uh, to, to stereo and vice versa. I want to figure out like how we can improve, like how we can grow both things into something that really works. And, and I think that there's, people are already doing it, but I want to learn a little bit more because I don't understand the stereo environment and uh, ecosystem as much as I understand traditional podcasting. And right, I'm now really for excited us, that, that talk. We're going to schedule something soon. Well, I love that. I'll, I'll be listening to that. And, and here's the thing for us, you know, with Starburns and everything we're doing, it, it's about like, we're going to drop this whole thing today as a podcast. It'll come what tomorrow or Monday on Apple, yeah. Stitcher, Spotify. Exactly. It'll probably come tomorrow. And they're hearing all the messages and they're, you know what I mean? We're calling out the listeners. So, you know, hopefully that's going to draw people to stereo, but it also gives them the option to listen to it as our regular podcast. Right. And also one of the things I want to be able to do too is there's some really great creators out here. I want to make, be able to you, to talk to these creators and say, Hey, why don't you come on Miss Pat show? Hey, why don't you come on stuck at home? Why don't you, uh, we would love to talk to you in that venue as well. Like let's have more crossover between the traditional podcast delivery and stereo so we can grow both sides i love that all right message north star and aurora, aurora were brother and sister in the x-men comics and north star was uh, is a gay superhero in the comic universe i'm surprised you didn't put both of them in the x-men movies yeah. another update surprised. by the yoga guy <laughs> yeah but now we're finding we're not that surprised you know, we're seeing a trend here. You know, even though they wrote it in the comics, we're not seeing it put in the universe in the movies, you know, the long or short form content. Yeah, right. Guys, guys, you don't know Vader the 66. lore. Marvel well, has an entire team that is LGBTQ. Uh, right, but they're the not. New warriors. Just no, we're not saying they weren't written, everyone. Let's be clear. We're saying that there's a direct gap between what was written. That's why I was just assuming that there were gay, you know, LGBTQ plus, you know, a representation across the board in series and, t and film. But what we're mm -hmm. realizing is just because they're written, it's not being put on screen. Right. That's exactly it. I mean, they talked about making Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie that, um, you know, and they've, they've said this before to be the studio's first LGBTQ character. Um, but yeah, it, that, that's really what we're saying. There are definitely gay superheroes. There's a lot more. I'm just trying to find the ones that are actually being put towards an M take separate the comic book and the variations there with the actual MCU, which is the more mainstream movie stuff. That's all. Yeah, that's what we want to see. And we yeah. want to see that that link happen. All right. Oh, this just in. Breaking news. Eternals. <laughs> the new movie Eternals features Marvel's first gay kiss. Yes. That has been confirmed. Okay. An urgent alert from the yoga guy. <laughs> okay, so this is Break this it. is our gateway. There it is. And I don't know what that means exactly. I don't know if that's two characters <laughs> or just two random people in a in the in the background of something. But yes, it looks like that is hundred percent true. All right, so it's a gateway, but we're not sure that it's still it's it's no. We don't know here. who it is. What, we don't what know if it's Brian, Tyree, Henry, and Kamel. We don't know right. if it's Kit Harrington, uh, Selma Hayek. We don't know, but that is 100 percent true. Okay, all right. That's all right. Let's do another one. It's, oh, it's, it's showing your show like three, five minutes behind at the first video uh, stereo, and you go to the next one, and we're talking about something current now. Mm -hmm. There's two of us. Oh, weird. All right. Weird.
End of story. Um, okay, so Actually, it is. It's Brian, it is Brian um, Tyree Henry. You have a case with Hollywood. I oh, wait, don't sorry, think Jason. every story has been told. I messed up. Um, like, a, a really interesting chat, guys. Absolutely. Much respect, but I don't think every story has been told. Um... I think there's always room for originality. Like you know, when sometimes when you when you have a good sleep and you wake up from a dream, and uh, the next morning you have this, you just have ideas. Like the, there's always originality. Yes, agreed, oh, yeah. agreed 100%. across the board. Originality is in what you get. That hypnagogic state is what he's talking about, Jason. Yeah, no, hundred percent, no, and, and I don't think that's what we mean by every story's been told. There, there, there are certain, you know, there's certain archetypes. There's, there's arcs and threads and story circles and the the hero's journey and the the, the basics. You know, man versus man versus nature, blah 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 blah. When we start talking about stories in general, every form of those stories have been told. People have fought with their parents or you know wars and all that stuff. But what we're saying is, you know, that that there has to be creative creativity within those things and originality. And we 100 percent agree with you. We we yes. we're on the same page, Cliff. Uh, across if the you world, don't yes. know Cliff, if Cliff, Cliff is a writer. If there were no stories to tell, um, we'd have to like we'd have to get Cliff <laughs> on uh, food stamps. I, I wouldn't mind the the food stamp thing, <laughs> but you know, I, I really no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. God, I'm very blessed. No, I, I yeah. I'm really kidding. I, I think thank God this food. All right, let me get off that. All right. All right. So let's play another message. Someone else tell me. I'm okay, done. guys. I'm still going to listen, but this is going to be my last question of the evening. How long do you think the Marvel Universe can keep the interest of its audience? Do you think that this is something that could go on for ten more years, maybe an additional ten more years? Do you think this is going to be a nostalgia thing where you know kids watch it and then they grow up and then they take their kids to watch it? Do you think it could be multi generational? Um, do you think they're going to be scraping the barrel with the characters? Maybe with a I don't know a Dazzler movie or something. So where do you think um, we can draw the line with Marvel, or do you think it's just one of those things that's going to go on and on and on? Do you think that there is a expiry date um, or an end game? Uh, oh, nah, no, we've been there already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason, you grab that one if you want. All right, so my personal opinion is if. If we were, if it, honestly, if if COVID hadn't happened, mm-hmm. and we were doing, and everything was still theatrical, I don't think this would have lasted another ten years. I think that we would probably reach full burnout within the, you know, within by twenty thirty, we'd have a lot fewer Marvel or or um, comic book movies. I think because we're taking this thing into this more streaming world, and we've created a new version of this where it feels a lot more serialized, like. Uh, like TV shows and comic books and, and extended stories, I think this gives it a new life. I think that that we will have it for at least another ten years because we're exploring a whole new way of telling these stories and presenting them to people in a more long form way. And I think that's going to keep people interested for a little while longer. I have zero to add to that. I think that's a great response. All right, let's see what we got. Oh, Thank Keith you Andrew. for an amazing chat. Absolutely uh, loved Keith. it. Um, I'm going to have to head to bed now, but I will have you on in the background as I drift off to sleep. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Take care. Awesome. I hope to speak Keith. to you soon. Hopefully we don't Night inspire. Keith. I hope we inspire some really good dreams. You can wake yes, up with a new story. I love that. All right. Let's What's go. up with okay. y'all? Man, I'm just here welcoming y'all to stereo. You know, I ain't going to take up too much time. Y'all make sure y'all hit some claps and taps for these gentlemen, man, and hit them with a follow. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. the hottie Scotty. There you go. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, I've been, nice. I've been listening to Thotty Scotty a little bit, too. He's great. I, uh, I've been listening to his shows. That's been a lot of the fun. Like I said, I've been, I've been trying to understand who, who's good. There's like, there's there, the, 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 whether it's the drama, just understanding who's out there, how it all works. 
there's some really cool creative people out there, man. Um, it really is incredible. Yeah, this this whole little universe here is 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 beyond. Yeah. All right, let's the see. What Jason, I think I know what you need for your podcast incorporation world takeover. You need a Brit. <laughs> I do need a Brit. I've been yeah, waiting. We always, yeah, we always I've, need a Brit. I've been waiting. I've been trying. We've uh, we've had a couple of Brits that have uh, just keep they keep uh, they keep uh, pushing back on us stuff. But yes, that's absolutely true. Eddie Izzard was supposed to be. I'm supposed to have an Eddie Izzard podcast by now, but Corona stopped it. Um, well, you know what? We'll get we'll get even better. All right, let, let's. Uh, we got a few more. Should we try to get through these and then let's let's try to get through these and we probably should wrap up pretty soon. Uh, I think so. As much as we, yeah. Okay. Hey guys, it's 1858 Central Standard Time, uh, military time, of course. Uh, I love what you guys are talking about with Lovecraft Country. Uh, great storytelling, great uh, people acting. Uh, just, just uh, all around great. I want to get your guys' opinion on them not recasting Black Panther. Um, I think they should go ahead and give another brother a chance to play T'Challa, um, and then kind of segue into his sister being Black Panther. I think there's a lot of story to be told because. Uh, you know, he's supposed to get married to Storm, like in the comics. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of story with Black Panther to be told. So uh, I just want to get y'all's opinion on that. You want to go first there, Jason? Yeah, I wanna, I'll go first. I I don't disagree with, with you on that. I don't think that, I think it is tough. And I, I actually, the, the, the phrase that actually gave me a little bit of a chills and actually made me rethink my stance on it was that, I think they should give another brother a chance, right? Yeah, me like, too. They, me too, Jace. Yeah, I'm with you. When you limit roles for people and you say, okay, well, Chadwick Boseman's the only people that person, the only black man that could play Black Panther. Yeah, who it does take you a little bit like you, you've recast Spider-Man three goddamn times and every other person yeah. has played the Hulk. But here, you know, and so I do like for that, that one thing mm. makes me question where I come from. It does. Me too. Uh, me too, buddy. Well said. Um, but on the, and then on the other side, I think, I think that if it wasn't so close, like if this movie wasn't here and there wasn't such a, like he, his death was shocking. Nobody expected to see it. Nobody saw it coming. He did such a great job in this show movie. I think maybe what, you know, if I was in Disney shoes, I also would want to put somebody, you know, especially when we're talking about casting, they shouldn't even, you know, honestly be talking about Black Panther 2 for another year. Let this, this wound close. But I think you can do Black Panther 2 maybe with the sister and then you bring in a new black actor, male actor to take that role of Black Panther, maybe even ask T'Challa, but you give it some space. I think we need a couple of years for that particular character. But what I think they should be doing, honestly, more black representation. You can't just have one black superhero, you know, and Don Cheadle right. getting the TV shows great, but you still need more of the main character and the main roles to black actors so that you don't have to all fight, like one a group of people doesn't have to fight for one role. Right. Okay. So yes, everything you just said, yes. And I think if there was more representation, then this wouldn't be a discussion. We could retire the jersey, so to speak. Because if you, it made me look at it two ways. As someone who loves the artist and lo- you know the the concept and all that, then I say, yeah, retire the jersey. But if it's a race issue, then you have to let the black community decide how that goes. You know what I mean? So there's two there's two kind of layers there. Though it is something when he said, give another brother a chance, you know, to do something. If there was more representation. 
there wouldn't even be this discussion because we have to mourn for the loss of Chadwick still as an audience, right? As people right. who loved him as an artist and saw all of his movies. Yep, 100%. All right. All right, should we, should we blow a few more here? Or what do we got to do, Jay? Let's blow through a few command. more. Yeah, I want to blow through, okay. I want to go through a few more. I, I really hey, want to how y'all doing? I did it. Sorry, Things, Jay. it's really taking a toll of everything. And oh. everything going just fine now. It takes a little time to get things really done. Like, thank y'all for having me here. And goodbye. Thank you for being yeah. here. I hope you can hey, keep listening. Hey, yeah, that's really sweet. Thank you for being here. I was asking that because uh, y'all had the Marvel comic title. I think you changed the title just now, but that's why I'm asking that. Oh, yeah, of course. No, we glad oh, no, 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 you're right on. We just talked about you. All right, wait. What is the gateway? Please explain. I know some people is gay, but I think... Some gay people is really happy with themselves, even though things they do. Okay, so let me let me just say what I, I know what she's referring to. I said it's a gateway when Marvel has these two characters kissing. It's going to be the gateway to them giving us more gay LGBTQ plus representation in the Marvel universe. Is what uh, I was yeah, saying yeah. is a gateway. Yeah, just saying it's uh, a. Uh... A great, you know, it's it's hopefully just that opening. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yep. exactly. All right. We got a couple way, more. Like I said, then, it's, go ahead, Jason. Has Lyman and Brian Tyree Henry. They'll be. I love it. You, you, the man with the facts. My man, Prime. All right. Hold on, Jason. We got a few more and then we're going to wrap it up. Hey, guys. Um, just to talk about the end, end of game. story. Okay. So, um, me and my brother in law, um, both watched, um, End Game at the beginning of this year. It was like February. Um, and, then when COVID, when COVID hit in the lockdown, um, I didn't think anything of it. But I always, in the back of my mind, I was always thinking, oh, funny. And I know this sounds really crazy and like, crazy. I know this is going to sound crazy. But later this year, I just felt like there was a, in, 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 the, in, in the, the nature of like sci-fi writing, predicting the future, um, I felt like there was there was sort of a weird element of of comparison between um, the story in that movie and the the unfortunate nature of what's happening uh, right now. Um, sorry to drop that. <laughs> on you. you know, no, don't apologize. That's I mean, hopefully, you know, not that you always want things to go into the negative way, but sometimes a lot of these stories come from the zeitgeist of what's going on in the world and people pick up on that stuff yes listen and and you know uh the actually no i i think i'm gonna leave it at what you said all right we got two more and then we're gonna we're gonna yep. do this we're gonna call it a wrap all right so yeah, I think, Vader uh, 66. it's coming out yep uh winter soldier and falcon mm-hmm. uh are you talking about just Marvel, or are you talking about Marvel and DC? Because there's a no, lot we're talking of about Marvel. representation. No, no, this is on Marvel, yeah. and so that's that's more representation. That's two more. Right. You know, Ironheart, Black Woman. Uh, you know, obviously we have Anthony Mackie in uh, in um, uh, Winter Soldier and the the Falcon, and so it's coming there. But I, I'm just saying in general. I but but those are those are going to be TV shows again. Those are going to be on the TV set. What I would love to see is is a 
uh, is a character as as big as Miles Morales or as big as T'Challa um, really being pressed as like a, on that premiere side of the of the of the set. And I hope that it happens for Ironheart or for um, for for all that stuff. But I think that just more representation allows for more. Like all I was saying was allows for us to be able to be happy with retiring certain characters as opposed to being concerned about um, that representation is all. Okay, so I say we do one more and then we're saying goodnight, right? Yep, yep. Okay, last message, whatever it is, it is. Thank you guys uh, for the space uh, and time. Nice. Um, Malcolm Dunks. Uh, yes, thank you. Uh, you get exactly what I was trying to say. They keep recasting other parts, but I agree, yeah, we should let the wound close, but definitely let uh, the black community and black creators get a chance to get a say on it. Uh, Amen. A lot more than a few. Amen. Amen. I think that's a great way to end this out, that's right? That's a perfect so way. Yes, absolutely. I say stay safe, stay sane, stay strong, all our stereo homies. What do you got, Jace? Hey, Cliff Dorfman, I love you. Everybody who listened to us, thank you so much. Please let us know if there's anything else you want us to talk about. We we really appreciate everybody out there. Um, keep listening to stereo. You can find us also um, on podcast, Spotify, all that stuff, Stuck at Home. Uh, but we'll be here. We'll be back. We'll be back soon. And we can't wait to hear what you guys are creating as well. Uh, thank you all. Have a wonderful evening. What he said. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. And thank you. We're stuck at home during quarantine.